bittersweet today, people. I'm saying goodbye to John Rambo. But he ain't heavy. He's our brother. Yeah. Yeah, bro. <laughs> um, nah, I can't get the fucking song out of my head now. I just can't. The original is a great song, as I said, um, in the Rambo 3 uh, podcast. I know, but it's still pretty cheesy. No, that version of it is. Um, yeah, so it's been 10 years later. Um, he said in an interview that this was the last one, but then he said it might not be. Um, I don't know where to go with this one when it comes to the ending. Uh, we mentioned... Um, in the last podcast there, the best ending might have been the last one. That was. So where do you go with it? Are you trying now? He's saying goodbye to his characters like he has with Rocky, through Rocky Balboa and through Creed, under wonderful films. Kudos the way he's done that. I think he kind of bit off more than he can chew by doing another one of these. But yet, I can't say I didn't like it. Exactly. Now, the original script for Rambo Last Blood was written a few years back. And it was about a uh, vet of sorts that goes back to his small hometown roots. And he finds out that the hometown he grew up in has turned into, you know, thugs and drug dealers and stuff like that. And how he's going to clean house. That was the original script. That script... Um, something went wrong. I can't, I think Stallone decided just to sell it off. And that became a film called Homefront, which is actually not a bad little film with Jason Statham. I haven't seen it, but it does. Yeah, it's not, when you, with you talking here about it, it does actually sound quite similar to the plot of the Shane Meadows film, Dead Man's Shoes. Yeah, okay, well... That's so, yeah. He sold it. And if you watch Homefront, it says story and written by Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Um, which I think that might have been a good way to go. Keep it in the small town he goes back to because that's where he was going back. So, this is where you kind of go outside the box with this one. But I get why they did it because with Rambos, despite whether you think they're too funny or too over the top or too whatever, whatever, too dark, whatever. They always have something relevant going on in today's world. Did you know that another version of this script um, featured as the villain Will Teasel out for revenge on Rambo? No, I didn't see that. Yep, yep. That could have been interesting, you know. Um, that would have been... I actually... I would have liked to have seen him team up with Rambo. Because yep. I always thought... Teasel was under underplayed character. Teasel and Rambo and, in the original novel um, are basically they're neither of them is a good guy or a bad guy. They're just two men who don't get on, but they're also coming at it from different. You know, there's a conflict there of the different sort of generations that they're from. Also, Will Teasel fought in the Korean War. Rambo fought in the Vietnam War. Yeah, but that's something that's never show, told you in the yes, movie. Yes, and that should have been yes, yes, um, because in the book. His character is just as big as Rambo's. Yes. So we have more structure with him. With Denny's portrayal, nothing against Brian Denny. God rest his soul. I love Brian Denny. He just wasn't given enough. Yeah. So 
also something was missing. Also, in the we discussed this actually a couple of years ago on our First Blood podcast. In the original novel, um, Bran Dehenny, Will Teasel is having a really shit day anyway because uh, it, it, his divorces come through and stuff. You know, he's, he's being divorced. Yeah, we we talked about that. In the, yeah, uh, we, guys, you should go back and listen to that one. That was one of our first podcasts. That's the one Trevor fucked up on too. I want that one. Oh, with, with the technical um, level, yeah, yeah. Want to hear a story, guys? Why not? I want to throw Trevor in the bus. Thank you again. Trevor, yeah, thank Trevor, you. Trevor's a man. Because he thinks he's like Rambo and he likes to fight snakes and shit. <laughs> so we're recording First Blood. And as you know, we don't know what we're doing. Um, we still don't. And yeah, we still don't. So well, and so Trevor comes aboard. Let me do First Blood. It's my favorite movie. I love it so much. <laughs> I read the book and everything. I'm fighting snake right now. So I'm like, okay, you can come on and do First Blood. This is one of his first. So we. we Long story short, we have a way we record our podcasts, and I have to merge all three of them. And we used to record through Skype, and through, and then, um, and then through Audacity. And Skype was a backup, and we don't like to use Skype because the recording isn't as good. So we did the Rambo. And we're all very proud of it. I'm actually, guys, check it. Besides the sound quality, um, it's actually a very good podcast. Me and yourself, Trevor, actually make some very valid points. Yeah. And um, Chris at the time was a big fan. He made some valid points. It was actually a very good conversation about Rambo, First Blood. But as we were done with the podcast, Rain Man here <laughs> goes, oh, hey, yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Doing it Stallone. Um, I'm like, well, yeah, it was pretty good. Now, my audacity shut down halfway through. But don't worry, guys. My Skype kept recording. <laughs> and I said, but why didn't you tell us we could have paused and got this? Oh, I didn't want to interrupt the flow. I, I didn't. I thought we these were recorded. The, I didn't know these were edited, to be fair. And I didn't know that. We, so we have, of course we have that. So, and then. It was like my second I, long podcast. Story short, long story short. Don't try, don't try to defend yourself. So, long story short. We had to take the Skype recording. So that's why it sounds kind of not the great quality that you you get. <laughs> yeah. I, it was like my second podcast with you guys. I didn't really know the technical um, ins uh-huh. and outs of it. Um, uh-huh. I sort of knew how to basically um, talk shit about films, you know. <laughs> um, but yes, I sort of, yeah. So there is a little bit of a, a sound quality discrepancy. In that one, and that's down to me. I'll admit it, because you know what. But it's it's a actually all joking aside. You can still we're fine. The quality's fine. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, and it's a good podcast. I'm actually very proud of that one. Yeah. The first blood one. Yeah. So you can listen to all of us, you know. And it's kind of fun when I love doing these. And I think this year we're gonna do a lot because this we're gonna pepper in some new releases here and there. But because new releases have been kind of far and few between. We're going to start doing a lot of these retrospectives because it's kind of fun going down these paths yeah. and seeing. Because, like, Ramble 3, I hated when I saw that in the theater. But now I saw it again. I'm like, you know what? This is not bad. This is actually quite quality stuff. Well, so, yeah. you know, we always talk about through the podcast eyes or revisiting something. We see it once and we see it again, like, oh, maybe I was wrong. But you see it again and you're, and, and you can, that can reverse. I can you go can either way. Going, you know what? I actually do like that film. It can, it can go either way. You can, there, there, there can be a film that you absolutely loved as a kid or, you know, whenever you first saw it. And then you see it again and you say, nah, maybe that's a bit shit. 
Well, well, yeah, let's get back to here to Rambo Last Blood. Now, this was um, directed by a man called Adrian Grumberg. He was not a bad choice because he did a film called Get the Gringo with Mel Gibson, which is kind of fun, um, about a man in a Mexican prison. And it's got this kind of feel to it. It's got a very a lot of escapism and stuff in it. Um, so you, should, you should check it out. Um, he hasn't done much really since. He's he's more behind-the-scenes guy. I think he's done um, some DP work and stuff. Uh, but uh, interesting choice. Um, yeah, very minimal cast in this one. This one kind of sticks with what John Rambo did and with First Blood. They keep it more grounded. Um, and... Yeah, there's not much really to go with this one. This is kind of where, like, God damn, I mean, I, I enjoy it, but was it necessary? And I think that's where yeah. our conversation yeah. is going to be yeah. here. Exactly. Um, um, of course, it, there's two cuts of this film as well. Yeah, there's an 89 minute and then there's a 101 minute. People, do not see the 89 minute. You have to see the 101 minute. It, it, it is much more effective and sort of it lends much more context to Rambo's character, especially. Yeah, especially even even the opening scene was I'm shocked they cut. Yeah, um, so apparently that was down to test audiences, um, young younger members of the test audiences who said they didn't see the reason for this um, scene where Rambo is um, trying to save these people from a flood, and well, um, the, the, there's also extra the, scenes that, that that make a lot of sense for the villains as well. You know, it's funny because that that scene. Is who Rambo is. Yeah. So it's giving you for the younger viewers a quick glimpse of who what this man will do to help you. Yes. So that's why would that not make sense? Also, fuck you. It's not for you, you young viewers. It's for me. <laughs> but so, but also, yeah. Well, exactly. You know, it's um, you know, it should have been kept in for the theatrical releases because it just you get a bigger picture of who Rambo is and what he does. You know. Well, the the good news is, the one they pretty much only released now is the hundred and one minute one. Yeah. So, and Stallone himself says this is the, the, the real cut. Um. So yeah. So ten years later, after John Rambo, he, um, he's living on the his father's ranch. His father's now passed. It's too bad we didn't have that me- that meeting. You know what I mean? Yes, that, that would have been nice. Even at the, they could even even had it at the end of the fourth one where he's walking up the path. Maybe you just see his father you know just something very brief you know uh, or even a flashback yeah mm-hmm. who would play his so, father what who would play um, Rambo's father in an imaginary world well we'll say he's probably you know, 70 now so 80 I would say Kirk Douglas I'd get like no, if he was you know still what, alive get, obviously uh, he's, he's almost the same age but he looks older I would probably get like Nick Nolte mm. or like uh Robert Duvall. Yeah. Kirk Douglas, if he was still alive for me. Mike Douglas. Michael Douglas. Yeah. Douglas. Well, I, I, you know, potato. Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas is going to listen to this podcast and he's going to find you and kill you. (laughs) He's like five years younger Uh, than Stallone. No, no, I'm Rambo, so I I would kick a shit in. Oh Michael God. Douglas. Anyways, I said Kirk Douglas, but why not Michael? Some 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 sad news. Rambo one, 
Rambo 2, Rambo 3, and Rambo 4 always had a main character or, or sidekick, I guess you could say, in those films. And sadly, that sidekick is not present in this last one. That's right. Sylvester Stallone has gotten rid of the mullet. <laughs> yeah, he got his hair cut. Rambo got his hair cut. Is, is it like, you know, some sort of like, you know, Samson, you know, from the Bible? Does he does he lose his strength a bit whenever he, he, he loses the hair? Well, in all fairness, he doesn't fight much in this one. Mm, apart from the um, end. It's all pretty much, no, doesn't really fight anybody. He just traps them. Yeah, yeah. He um, stealth Rambo. Well, a lot of people don't realize is they they have, they have to accept the fact that these actors are older now, um, but you're not. No, you are accepting that they're older, but you're not accepting that they can't do these movies anymore. But you know what? At least these actors, uh, the Harrison Fords, uh, the uh, the Stallones, Schwarzeneggers, at least they're playing their age. They're not trying to, you know, be fucking Superman like they once were. They're they're old. They're playing. They're bringing back some of their old characters. They're old. They're withered. They're tired. They're fed up, and it shows per film uh, as as they as as they do the as they bring these characters to another decade. Um, so they're not you know. I don't think I don't think they're doing the characters any injustice. I mean, at the end of the day, we kind of like to see these guys back on the big screen, and we know we're. Stallone is Rambo. We know Harrison Ford, Indiana Jones. I will never see anybody else playing John Rambo. No. I will never see anybody else playing Indiana Jones. No, yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, in this day and age, people are paying money to go see Mick Jagger and nothing against the Stones. I'd pay to go see the Stones. I saw John Fogarty. John Fogarty from CCR. 78 years old. This man is play, fucking playing guitar, harmonica, running over the stage, all over the place, hitting every note at 78 years old. I'm next to my friend contemplating, do I want to walk down two flights to get a beer because I'm a lazy bastard? <laughs> to, to, be, to be fair, though, you know, uh, while it's great, and I'm a big fan of the Stones, and I like Cle- um, Creedence Clearwater Revival as well, and, you know, good on those guys. But to be fair, they're just up on stage singing songs and playing instruments. They're not going down to Mexico to, uh, Mexico, um, to kill bad guys. Yeah, but he does. I know. I'm there, joking. I know. I I obviously know you're trying to be ha ha ha. Yeah, but I I think this is a much more grounded. Still, well, yes, I, this I, is a guy who can't take the hits he once did. Yes, and he gets a really and bad. That's beat. what I was kind of going with, and I think that's why the film might work. Um, it's kind of like Glass Indiana Jones. I really enjoyed it. Everyone knows I loved it. But a lot of people didn't want to see that Indiana Jones. They didn't want to see him weathered. I didn't. They, do, they don't want to see him worn down. They don't want to see him struggling. That's not who our hero is. But I disagree. I think we needed to see that. And I think we needed to see this. And this is why this film was a necessity. Right. Uh, my take on both the recent Indiana Jones films film and this um, last Rambo film, Last Blood... Uh, while I enjoyed both of them um, in, in a certain respect and so, uh, certainly certain aspects of them, I don't think we needed 
either of them, either the, the, the most recent and the last Indiana Jones film or this Rambo film. Now, that's not to say I dislike them because I didn't, um, you know what I mean? But I thought, I, in my opinion, um, Indiana Jones got a very happy ending, a perfect ending at the end of Kingdom of the Crystal Skull um, when he, he married Marion and, um, and Rambo got a, 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 a perfect ending at the end of Rambo 4. But these films were made, so we'll have to sort of look at them anyway. And, you know, th- there's good points as well. There's a lot of good points with both of them, I would say. Yeah, I, I mean, that's a fair point. I, I think the reason they had to do Indiana Jones, and you and I both disagree with this because we said this in the podcast, people hated Crystal Skull. But you and I didn't. We actually yes. thought it has a lot more replay value than it... Than, it improves you know, on... It improves yeah. with, watch, with rewatching. But I think the studio... We have to go out with something people are going to like better than Crystal Skull. And they did accomplish that. And let's not be, be naive either. There, there's money involved here. You know, <laughs> making money with yeah. bringing these yeah, exactly. characters and films back. back All up. right. This one, we just, we got Stallone. So there you go. Yep. <laughs> there you go. And, and, and um, an older Mexican woman and a younger Mexican woman. Yeah, you got Stallone uh, playing Rambo. And then we just pretty much got the Martinez brothers. You got Maria and Gabriella. Yes. Um, that's pretty much all you really need to know. Um, yeah, so it's 10 years later. And so concept is he's let his nanny, who's I can't remember he if she was with him um, when he was a child, but I know took on, care of her, his father. And with the father, yeah, and whenever right? the father passed, um, Rambo um, let her stay along with her daughter and granddaughter. The the um, yeah. her daughter passed, you know, the the mother of Gabriella. But Rambo, cause he's at heart a good guy and he yeah. has a good heart, let them live with him. Um, the story is quite simple. She takes off to Mexico to meet her father. She wants to know why he left, and he goes back to get her. Um, but in the meantime, that's the story. he's being kidnapped by um, sex people, traitors. Yeah, traffickers. We call yeah, them. yeah. Uh, also, um, she's more like a, he, he's more like a surrogate father. Rambo's like a surrogate father to her, um, compared to her low life own father. Yeah, yeah. I think I think uh, Maria, uh, the grandmother, says that actually. Yes. Um, I, I, I think it's. I mean, even though it's it's end of the day, it's a Rambo film, and it's not a long one. It's the shortest of all of them. I do think that it needed a little more meat in the bone uh, from the trafficker's point of view and from Rambo's point of view. Just more. We do get a little you know, more of that with the extended cut. Including the um, the fact that the two brothers don't get on, and there's a, like there's a bit of a conflict there of you know who controls the gang and stuff like that with the extended cut. But yes, we should have had more. And in fact, I would even say that um, that this doesn't really at times doesn't really feel like a Rambo film. It's just more of a generic sort of um, revenge thriller. Yeah, it is. It's but again, I think. You can kind of say the same thing with the first one, because technically the first one wasn't really an action film either. Yes, it was more of a survival film with a thriller aspect. The action came really—I mean, yeah, there's action in it, 
But I, I still wouldn't get cat. It's like Halloween is not to me a slasher film, just because the ones that came after it, yes, upgraded themselves to a slasher. The first one I still think is more of a thriller, and I think that's how I feel about First Blood, and that's why I kind of still going toward this one. I'm not saying you're not wrong, but it, but it still it still ticks the boxes of a no, ramble. I, film. I, I think you make fair points, and as we've discussed, even you know outside of the podcast, um, there's similarities here. To the original, um, you know, it's it's basically Rambo going up um, against a, a gang. Um, you know, in the first one, it's it's a gang of cops, and this one, it's you know the gang of the traffickers. Um, you know, when he's sort of outnumbered, and it's the first one, the, the original first blood to me is more of a drama. It's it's not really an action film. It has action elements, you know. Um, but you know, so there is, as you pointed out, and you know, I, I agree. Um, there, there's similarities here to First Blood and Last Blood. The only action scene in this film... It's the end. Is the end. Yeah. Really. And, I mean, the, pretty much how Rambo's work, and even though we leave a Rambo film with a smile on our face saying that was entertaining, the film, none of the Rambo films have a happy ending. None of them. I know that. Um, uh, he's, still, he's still fighting a war between himself and others. Yeah. Um, there's many lives have been taken. Um, it's... It's not like yeah. The, the, the only one in that, any of these films, that I think gives him any sort of proper ending, as we've just discussed, is the fourth one. Maybe yeah, um, but again, that what we just talked about should this been made? Yeah, you know. Yeah, but I do like to see him back on American soil. That's another reason why I think this has got made was because you know it started on American soil. And full circle. So it's nice. It's nice to have full circle. Um, he goes back home. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> he still gets fucked. Mm-hmm. But at least it's not by the the hands of his own government this time. Yeah. So well, well, well there's a certain I, tragedy to it. The fact that you know, and right, he, he says it himself at the end. You know, and, and towards the end, and you know, it's pretty obvious anyway. But you know, the only family he ever had is, is ripped apart from him. Yeah, and it, but that, and, and I've got that in my notes. There are scenes in this where, and I'll, I'll when we jump into them, I'll get to them. It's you see his rage. Yes, and it's not just Rambo going, "Oh, he's getting a bone arrow ready to blow some, uh, you know, via con up or something like that," or uh, somebody uh, Burmese t- uh, dictator. He's Seething. Yeah, I, I would I would um, add to that that um, Stallone's acting totally sells it. It's very good here. Yeah, and those scenes especially. Exactly. Um, there's this. Um, even the scene where when he when he he tries to save the hikers, um, and he finds one of them dead, and the other one wants to go find her body. He says, "Don't do it." He could pretty much only save one at this point. Yeah. And then he sees the body bags of two people. Mm-hmm. Um, he, even that one little, he, he can see him looking down at himself, almost like he blames himself yeah, for that happening. He does. And he has, but it's almost like the whole weight of the world is on this man's shoulders, but it isn't. He just thinks it is. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what it is, you know? And yeah, and, and Stallone sells it, you know, the, the more so, I think, in this film than any of the others, you know? 
the burden of Rambo, of being Rambo. I do like the fact that, you know, through the years we talked about his, his little opening intros, you know, walking through the streets um, in, in Washington, um, trying to hook up with his old soldier buddies to, you know, yeah. uh, stick fighting. Yeah. To, to, to snake wrangling. To build a yeah, snake wrangling with your friend with his friend Trevor, <laughs> and and uh, to pretty much just uh, he's a farmer. Yeah, now he's, he's a he's um, a horse farmer. And I tell you what, man, that farmland's gorgeous. Oh yeah, yeah, beautiful scenery. Oh my Montana. god, it's so yeah, good. Yeah. No Arizona. Arizona, sorry. Yes, uh, yeah. Um. Oh, it's great! Like great. This this film is really nicely shot, and it's got some beautiful background. And uh, fuck, I would have went back home there a long time ago yeah. if I was Rambo. Well, it beats fucking wrestling snakes. Well, <laughs> stick fighting. You would you'd probably be bored of it at this point because you've done so much snake fighting. Oh, yeah, well, <laughs> Again, <laughs> love similarities to me and John Rambo. I think Brian Taylor's back. He did the score for the last one. Um, he's replaced Jerry Goldsmith, and Brian Taylor's a pretty solid composer. He does that; the, the, he blends his own theme with the uh, the original, the, the John Ramble theme in there too, very nicely. Actually, the score in this is really good. Yeah. Um, it's a modern take on it, especially the end credits. Sadly, people, and I hate to say it, it's a really sad face, really sad face. We don't get another theme song at the end of this one. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, it seems like when the '80s died, the cheesy part died. Yeah, so, so does so the mullet. We don't so get the theme songs. Yeah, you lose the mullet. There's no more. Eh, well, how do you, you can't really have a theme song about trafficking. Yeah, exactly. It would be a bit sort of dis- <laughs> distasteful. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Yeah, she was a wee one. <laughs> she went to meet her father. You know what I mean? I would say as well. Just to um, come back to what you were talking about about the scenes where you see Rambo's rage. Um, actually, some of the best scenes, there's actually no violence, but there's the threat of violence, like whenever he approaches her father, and also the dipshit fucking friend of hers who sets oh, her up. Oh, yeah. And he, that little, you know, there's, yeah. And, and that is really effective that it's a threat of violence, but without actual seeing any violence. You know, where he says to the her father, her biological father, you know, I should have broke your fucking neck when I had the chance. And then yeah. the dipshit girl. You know, yeah, like when she when she decides to go, and she meets the father, and the father's actually having a conversation with her. She just wants to know why he left, and then he was being all nice and stuff, and then he just turns. I and he, he says the most horrible things to her. When your mother died, she left me with you, I and I didn't even want didn't you. Yeah. I, um. Why did he die? Why did yeah? Well, exactly. But um. But I would say as well that I. I have to be honest and, and say that the, um, the 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 villains in this are are a bit over the top and that they're they're like they have no redeeming qualities whatsoever and I include the father in this. It's like they're so fucking dislikable. Um, you know, it's a bit too much. I think. You know, it, well, you kind of do that with all the films. Yeah, they're they're usually pantomime villains. Um, even the last one that you liked. These guys were way. I mean, probably truth. What we talked about, truth. What, what those bastards did back over there, but aren't the villains always yeah. going to be over the top? I mean, there's no nuance here. I mean, these these people are just out and out fucking vile, you know. 
Yeah, I mean, you're not going to go back to full first blood where the guys chasing Rambo aren't bad yeah, guys either. There's no complexity just, here, like, you know. <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, first blood is a lot smarter film. Oh, big time, yeah. Than what we've been getting uh, in this franchise. Not to take away from the franchise, but come on. Yeah. I mean, these. <laughs> this, we, I, I say this about uh, every film. You can't touch the source. Well, material. even in the fourth one, they have this, you know, uh, Burmese brutal dictator, and it's just say, you know, and he's a complete and utter fucking vile human being, but just f- for good measure, they make him a pedophile as well. You know, <laughs> it's you know, so it's like, yeah, it's there's no su- yeah. there's no subtlety. <laughs> you know? What is the God? How do we really? I don't know. I don't make him a pedophile. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like uh. you know. There's no subtlety here, you know, uh, with the, the villains after the first one. So, she gets pretty much mickeyed. Yeah. And then we meet Don Manuel and the Martinez brothers, and these are the big traffickers in Mexico here. And, and Giselle kind of set her up a bit. Yeah, she was a moron, but she... I would like to see her get it. I don't get why. This movie has some balls to it. They should have really... Now, I can get why he didn't kill the father. As much of a douchebag the father is, he has nothing to do with this. He technically hasn't done anything wrong. But also... So would, Rambo isn't going to kill him. But also it would have really hurt um, Gabriella as well. If Rambo had done that and killed her father. As confused as she was. You know, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, maybe. But 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 the friend, uh, I think, although she is a total moron, I think she was basically uh, from reading between the lines. It appears that she was forced into setting these girls up. Now, I'm not defending what she's done, uh, but it appears the gang have forced her. They've said we'll spur you from being one of these prostitutes if you set up other girls for us, type thing. So I think she was forced into it. Although she did steal her mum's fucking bracelet as well. So, uh, you know, I've no sympathy for uh, yeah, her. Yeah, I know. I'm, I, the force thing, I'm getting sick of hearing that shit. Yeah. Um, I would have killed her. <laughs> well, Rambo was no, going to. Be, it was, I mean, he, he wanted to. Like you said, there's things where he wants to, but he just can't do yeah. it. He wanted to kill her. When he slams that knife in front of her, yeah. when she's lying to him, because he's wearing the necklace, he's wearing the bracelet of, her, of, of uh, Gabriella's mother. And that's another thing about Rambo that he doesn't get credit for as a character. He's actually very smart and very clued in. You know. Oh yeah, he sees everything. And so when she goes, okay, if I show you where they are, we're cool, right? Yeah. And all he says is "fuck off." Yeah, a brilliant line. I just I love that. So it does. It's just "fuck off." Yeah. It's just so simple. The simplicity of it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> now, of all the killing Rambo's done, of all the killing. All the knife gouging, all the was the throat gouging, gouging, and, and napalm, napalm yep. gas, and gallon guns. Yep. This next scene I can't watch. Oh fuck! When me. he gets beat up. When no, fuck that. When he takes his finger yes. and he punctures through a man's collarbone and rips, and he starts out. ripping off the collarbone by his hand. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, it's brutal. Um, oh, and then stabs him with the Bowie knife. Yeah, it's like, yeah, fuck. But this is what I'm talking about. His kills or tortures become more personal and aggressive because this is more personal. The than hammer him. killings. Whenever he branches in with hammer, he's like a fucking serial oh, killer. Oh my god! And, and 
when he and when he's hitting them, you can see and when he hits the guy in the balls, yes. and what he deserves. Yeah, he is. Uh, um, oh, oh, and he's taking the prisoners, you know, because these guys aren't even the traffickers. He's killing as well. He's killing the Johns, the guys who are just in having sex with these girls. But they, to Rambo, they're part of the problem too, which they are. And Rambo, oh, of course they are. They're just as yeah, bad. Yeah, they're the reason for for the the, the these fucking corrupt businesses set, are set up in the first place, and. Um, he he is showing no fucking mercy here, you know, taking no prisoners. And that those that particular scene with the hammer killings is pure horror film stuff. Um, when they surround him with the roof, and they decide they're not going to kill him. Um, well, one of the brothers decides not to kill him. He just says, "We're going to let you go, but we want to let you realize that we're going to make your little uh." uh niece or whatever they think daughter yeah we're going to pretty much kill her slowly yeah she's going to be used and blah 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 pretty much just can i just um yeah there's a very important point of the plot here i i feel and i caught it more this second time watching it right rambo makes some stupid fucking mistakes here at, at this point where before just before he gets the the um kicking he doesn't go stealth rambo and basically he uh, he gets caught he gets caught yeah right do you know what i think on the second view and at first i first view of that when i first watched it i thought this, this doesn't seem like rambo um you know what i mean this is is, is he getting old or whatever but see just before that you know what he does if you watch closely he fucks his medication away and i think that's the reason for his mistakes he is on medication presumably it's never explained but he is on medication presumably antipsychotics and um, he throws them away outside the bar, and that's when he starts to make mistakes. Yeah, it could be. And his age, like I said, and like I said, we talked about that just a moment ago. When we see how these actors, yeah. they're playing their age, yeah. so they're gonna fuck up. Yeah, but I think it's but I think it's directly related to him throwing his presumably antipsychotic medication away and stopping taking it. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, what about the journalist character? And, and also, also with him, with them cutting the when Victor cuts the V into his cheek. Yes. The only reason they did all this is so to introduce this character who's kind of pointless, Carmela. Yes. She's the uh, the reporter. Yes. What a pointless character this is. She's only there to she's a plot give, device. Give him bed rest. She she she's a plot device. That's all she is. Um, apparently, the actress who plays her is quite a big um, South American. Um, you know, actor, um, actress name, but um, it, the character is just a plot device to get Rambo from A to B to C. Yeah, no, she's a big uh, Paz Vega, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think her name is or something like that. Um, no, she's done a lot of work, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so they there's this montage as he's healing four days. He's healing for four days. We find you don't out think Rocky actually. Whenever obviously it's still Sylvester Stallone, but he's got the same eye scars as Rocky's had many times. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> four four days he's healing, and during this montage of him healing, we see this poor girl get ejected with heroin, getting addicted to drugs, getting raped. It's, they're tough scenes to watch. Um, they're, yeah, they're not gratuitous, believe it or not. No. But that's how strong these scenes are. Yes. You don't have to show much to know what's happening. And I'm glad we didn't see it. Didn't go, no, of course, of course. Let's, let's, let's be honest that. here. Like, Ram, but but the Rumble films aren't exactly known for their subtlety. Uh, but they do maturely not show us. Thankfully, um, the stuff that's the, the main stuff. It's more suggested the stuff that's going on with Gabriella at this point. Uh, 
this is where when he's healed now, he's going to get her out of this. I guess you can say brothel. Yes. And he walks in. Um, I'm looking for her. So I'm looking for a young girl. I heard you have young girls. And he and he has see the one guy's going through. He's getting condoms and shit for the guy. It's really creepy when he's yep. getting them. You can see Sloan in the back. Just he's he's shaking. Yep. He just wants to get the. Now you're right. That could be the meds, and it could it could be withdrawal. It could be anger. Either way, this guy's going to go off in two Pure seconds. Pure rage. Yeah. Pure rage. And the what he does with just a single hammer. Yeah. It's hammer time. It's, as MC Hammer yeah, once famously said. <laughs> yeah. Just nuts. Um, and he gets her. And it's so sad because there's nothing he can do when he's driving her to try to get her home in time. And he's trying, you got to stay up, honey. You got to stay up. Keep talking to me. And I'll see her last words is, I'm sorry. And he talks about her achievements Um, and winning the sort of horse competitions and stuff. Presumably she was playing um, American football with a sheep. (laughs) The Sloan taught her. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Remember the dead sheep circle? Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful times. <laughs> you want all those trophies, you know. Stay with me. <laughs> Stay for Dead Sheep Circle. Yeah, it's, um, it is heartbreaking because she's just a kid. Um, you know, I say heartbreaking. You know, obviously it's you know not real and stuff, but it is. It's emotionally played and it works very, works very well. When she when he buries her, he he buries her with a cross. Is that one of his medals? No, I think I I um, was thinking that as well. I think it was one of the medals she won from playing sheep American football. <laughs> no, I think it was one of her own medals that, she, that he was talking about whenever they were driving in the car. Okay, gotcha. I, I did think that. Hear me, is that like his new sort of medal of honor or whatever? But then hear me, no, it's maybe um, one of her um, her own medals. Um, Maria leaves. Um, the grandmother. No, she doesn't leave. Rambo sends her away because it, it, it's time for hell hath no fury. Oh yes, like a Rambo yeah, score. Yeah. Um, I guess these traps they used were was what the Viet Cong used. Yes, they were apparently. Yeah, which is creepy and scary yep. to think about it. Um, so yeah, so he's got he's got two things here. He knows he has. They have his license, so they know where he lives. So he just he just needs to rock the boat a bit. But he does it on purpose. And yeah, so he goes back into Mexico, and you're like, oh god, not back and forth. But no, it's just to kind of nudge them in the right direction. Yep. And in order for them to do that, you think the big fight is going to be between him and Victor because Victor's the nut job, and he's the one who carved the V in his face. Yep. No. They just go up, go up the room. You go up to his room, and you see Victor with no head. <laughs> and then you see Ramble just chuck Victor's head it's off the window. Nuts. It, but but it really, I really, I, it, it, it's I enjoyed it. You know what I mean? Because he's such a vile character, and he deserves it anyway. But it, again, let's go back to the horror film elements. Um, a fucking beheading. He's landing the head on the bed with with his head completely removed by Rambo, and then Rambo. It's almost like darkly comedic. Rambo saying go back up, back home to Arizona. Um, flying up the motorway and just rolls the window down and fucks your man's head out. <laughs> Nuts. Um, yeah, so when they show up and take him down in the barn, I mean, it's fun. He did this a couple times in the films. Anytime he sets some of these bastards on fire, yeah. he then suits him. Yeah. Because he, like, at least he's humane. Well, I mean, these guys are obviously <laughs> dead, you know, whenever the spikes get them or the, or the fire or whatever. But just to make sure, Rambo pumps them full of, uh, again, it shows his vengeance and his anger. It's not even anger, it's pure rage. Uh, yeah, there's even there's even the ones that, 
they're literally getting their heads blown off clean. Yeah. And he'll still shoot them <laughs> to make sure they're dead. Because he's using, is it right, magnesium shard bullets? Uh, yeah, well, you see him whenever he's doing his whole A-team bit before this scene, where he's like planning it all out and stuff. He, he's doing something with the, yeah, I mean, I don't know the you know the technicalities of you know these no i think stuff. well he, it says magnesium shards and he's putting it mm-hmm. he's replacing that with um not gunpowder the pellets gun pellets or yeah gun powder? i don't know what he's doing yeah it's causing the bullet to explode, explode on impact. yeah it's like dumb dumb bullets basically as we were known where they exploded upon entry um, and then he's playing the doors five to one, which is kind of well. That makes know, sense ironic. because apparently the doors were what a, a major amount of Vietnam veterans listened to during that war. Well, of course, yes. Yeah. Um, CCR would be up there, mm-hmm. and you know, um, Allman Brothers, yeah. all these bands. So I don't think it, I think it would have been better if it's um. He ain't heavy. He's my brother. <laughs> no would be better in the background. <laughs> no, he ain't heavy. No, no. But I tell you what, He's it, my it, it does go into the realms boom. of cheesiness whenever boom. Rambo is um, like telling people to a soundtrack, and it's not even. It's basically it's um, it's diegetic. It's within the scene. And it's he's, he's like got the doors pumping, and it does take away a bit from the seriousness and the the, the rage of Rambo, where he's got the doors pumping, and it he's like you know wiping out bad guys. I mean, and then at the end when he sets up the uh, the bad dude, and he arrows him. I love this. Against the bad. barn, and he just goes and he takes his heart, and you see him carving <laughs> out his heart as he's screaming in pain. Yeah. He takes the heart out and he shows him his beating heart. Yep. Brilliant. All right, but but he only lasts for like a half a second. He dies right yeah, away. Yeah, he doesn't have a fucking heart. <laughs> yeah. So. I don't know. I mean, would I he have doctor, died? But, during, you know, he would have died during that process. I think. I don't think he'd still be alive. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm no doctor. You know, I I'm no Doogie Hauser, but I would imagine not having a heart and having it ripped out brutally <laughs> would do the trick. <laughs> you know? uh, uh, but yeah, it's a scene, But again, it goes back to the horror film elements. You know, this is basically a slicer film with, in many respects, <laughs> with Rambo as a fucking as Jason Voorhees. Do you know? Um. And then the last part of the dialogue narration, he says, "Yeah, I tried to come home, but I never really arrived." Yeah. Um, and then he's sitting in his rocking chair. Like his and then the credits the, would have sat on the rocking the, chair that Maria talks about earlier at the start. Yeah. And then he, he saw all these clips from all the films. They just would have been the uh, perfect fucking point for he ain't heavy. He's my brother. You know, with the montage. Yeah, but well, we didn't get that. We just got a nice little music. And then at the end, he's on horseback. Did you see yes, that? Yes, I did. But, and there is, there's a bit of ambiguity with that because there's a sort of suggestion that he has he died dies. and that he's, he's like traveling off into yeah. the afterlife on the horse, you know? Yeah, the rumor is they're doing almost like a Shane. Yes. Remember the movie Shane? Yes, yes. A lot of people didn't realize he dies in the end of yeah. Shane. So there is that but suggestion. Because he's on the horse. There. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, it was originally it was originally shot for, for him to be on the rocking chair, and then the chair stops rocking. But apparently, in uh, post production, they changed that with actually CGI to have it still very subtly with CGI to have it still rocking. But I sort of got the vibes or whenever he's galloping off on the horse after the credits that uh, that's him going to the afterlife. You know, he's going to play um, sheep American football in the sky. You know. Yeah. 
with all his buddies teased all over. <laughs> treatment. <laughs> treatment. Well, actually, treatment it's confirmed, actually, as well. Whenever In that sort of um, voiceover at the end where he says, everyone I've ever loved has now died, that's sort of confirmation that Troutman is also dead. Who's not mentioned in this film otherwise? Oh, he would have been dead. Yeah, I, know yeah. That. I mean, you don't have to do the math on that one. I know that there. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> He's 100 years old. <laughs> what do you reckon we should do, Johnny? <laughs> uh, yeah, there's the end of the franchise. Uh, there's not a shitty one in any of these, really. They're all entertaining. Yes. Um, nothing will ever beat the original. First Blood is a fucking... It's, yeah, it's a it's a, master, it's a masterpiece in, in Stallone-isms. In, it's a classic. In, 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 it's, it's the movie that, you know... You really, I mean, uh, his, uh, Sloan's first couple outings are his go-to. It's always going to be Rocky, Nighthawks, and and First Blood. Um, I like all the stuff, though. I mean, I'm a big Sloan fan. I'm a big Sloan fan, and I've always have been, and I always will be. You know, I think he he comes across as a pretty grounded and, um, you know, good guy, you know, in in the real world. And you know what? I watched this film, you know, I was a huge fan in childhood of his films, and I always have been, and I always will be too, you know. So uh, thanks. And that's pretty, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty much, I mean, his retrospective of this is, it's a solid little franchise. It's not going to win any awards. It's one of my all-time favorite um, franchises. But, um, it would be, be up there. I yeah. wouldn't put it as one of my, no, it's not my, I mean, it it's, wouldn't be my favorite, but it would be certainly up there. Um, you know, it's it's a franchise I grew up yes. with. I mean, st- starting nineteen eighty all the way to twenty nineteen. Yep. So it's you know it's a all pretty impressive, lives, du- you know, pretty yeah, pretty impressive duration. Um, what thirty nine years, forty years or so. Yeah. So Jesus, that's pretty impressive. And to keep it going and still make you know money, it may, might not have made as much as the originals, but still held held its own. So you got to give her credit. And in all fairness, whether you like the films or not, John Rambo has put a pretty big, pretty big. Uh, he's a pretty big influence in, culture. in the uh, movie characters of the world yeah. and, and and sort of Western modern popular culture. He's and if you, and if you've never seen a Rambo film, you know who he is. Exactly. Though. So, oh, by the way, here, here's a, a little um, factoid for you. Um, David Morrell, the original um, author of the you know the original First Blood novel, probably hated this film. By the way, but um, do you know where he got the name Rambo from? I can't remember. Apples, a brand of apple, in America. He was looking for a name for his character when he was writing First Blood, and um, he looked over and there was like. Rambo apples sitting um, in his house. I said, "Yeah, there you go, Rambo." Uh, I can't remember. I can't remember. If it was on the original podcast or not? I think we might have actually. Yeah. Well, you might. We might have, but you probably wouldn't be able to hear it because you never <laughs> fucked that up. How would you rank so, the Rambo films in order? How would I? Yeah. I'd stick. I see. Initially, I'd have Rambo three. At the bottom, yeah. But I'm gonna move that up because I think this should be at the yeah. bottom. Um, not a bad film. Don't get last blood is not a bad little film. Most franchises, they're all decent, but there is a, a sense of continuity problem. I mean, it's got continuity, but it also has continuity. It, huh, it, 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 it has the ramble continuity, but the problem is, did you need it? Yeah, exactly. Um, I think the last one it should have ended with him walking home. Um, and that's the way they should have kept it. This should have been 
like Homefront, a one-off movie with Jason Statham. Some, or something. some people have, have compared this to Home Alone. <laughs> oh fuck that! You know, with, with the traps and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely do. Um, nothing will touch First Blood. Um, then you'll have John Rambo. Then you have Rambo First Blood Part Two. Then I'll go Rambo First Blood Part Three, and then I'll do Last Blood. I would t- agree with all of that. I, I would be exactly the same. One, four, two, three, and five. Yep. But I can watch them again. So it's not you know just yeah you know the, the, for for good and bad the the Rambo series you know is has been you know a cultural sort of um, thing a moment. You know, for the last well, since it first appeared in the, the early nineteen eighties, whether you love well, them or hate them. Well, that being said, we're gonna. Um, there's a franchise we're about to talk about that knew when, uh, which most franchises, I wish most franchises knew what to do, knew, knew to do this, which is to we're gonna tell we're gonna tell the story, we're gonna do it in three films, and then we're done, and that is the Back to the Futures. So Great Scott. Um, this is heavy. Yeah, we're we'll be diving into that one next time. So uh thanks for giving us a shout. If you wanna sh- uh, shoot the shit or send us some feedback, feel free to do so on Citizen Frame underscore podcast on Instagram and of course Facebook. That's it. I got nothing else for you. We're ending it. Kieran, I would just like to say, um, off the record, or you keep us in if you want, but I would like you to end this retrospective of the Rambo series with um, He Ain't Heavy or that one by Frank Stallone from the second one. Play out. Play out with one of those power ballads. <laughs> I share the problem. <laughs> Copyright law, I don't think I can. You, uh, maybe a clip of them. I can't. All oh, right, can you not? All oh, right. If it's, a, if it's a theme song composed for the film. Right. I can use it thirty like a minute or so. Yes, yes. If it's written by an artist, yeah. the artist owns the rights, and I can't touch right, it. Well, go and listen to it yourselves, then, people. Oh fuck it! You know what? Let's get sued. <laughs> no. Nope. What's still over to do? <laughs> nope. We're here praising his work. He's not going to sue us. We, we wouldn't get sued. Heavy. But the podcast people He's have put the podcast. So be careful. What was that? The podcast people would pull the podcast probably. The take it. Fuck them. The take a turn. For copy, that's what YouTube do. Copyright infringement. Uh probably. Yeah. Fine, I'll sing my version of it. <laughs> yes, we'll do a cover of it. A duet. Yeah. Oh no, no. <laughs> now you just ruined it. <laughs> what? What? You mean you, we've ruined these songs? <laughs> you mean they were perfect to begin holy with? F- <laughs> holy fuck! This has been on for an hour. I know. <laughs> holy fuck me! You gotta be kidding me. I thought this was... Did I fall asleep? I thought this was going to be half an hour. I'm still recording here, by the way. We're still on our... Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. Listen. Uh... <laughs> okay. We're out of here. Have a good one, guys. Take care of yourselves. Bye-bye. <laughs> See you.